fulfillment isn't in an easy hunky dory life. The fulfillment is in the purpose that you were originally created for. Yeah. And only God knows that. Yeah, that's so good. So something that I'm willing to suffer for. Yeah. And even with the way you just said that, like teaching doesn't seem burdensome, but it's because it's my passion. Yeah. And so it's like, if I'm willing to suffer for that, if that's the calling on my life, best believe it's going to be resistance. Right. The closer you get to the Lord, there's going to be more resistance from the enemy. The more that you're going to be in his crosshairs, the more of those fiery darts are going to be fired at you. But if this is my passion, if my passion and my calling and my purpose are one, I know what they are. I'm willing to go to hell and back if I have to, yep. to walk out what God has for me in this life. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting King's Council Coaching dot com and connect with one of our team members today. High performers, business owners, CEOs, entrepreneurs, I am calling you out. May 6th and 7th, we are hosting the next Become the CEO of Your Life event in Austin, Texas. These are high-performance two-day events. More than an event, man, these things are a true experience. So if you're looking to level up your relationships, maybe accelerate your business or your career, or even break through those barriers that have been holding you back, then this is an absolute must-attend event. So text CEO to 727-472-3860 for more information. Again, CEO to 727-472-3860. We'll see you there. To download our Kingdom Money Principle Cheat Sheet, text the word money to 727-472-3860. Again, text the word money to 727-472-3860. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. You got Christian and I in the studio again. Welcome, brother. Glad to be here. <laughs> oh, I love rapping with you, man. I, well, I, I never know how you're going to introduce me. I don't either, man. I just sometimes it's like a different accent. Sometimes, <laughs> that yeah. Is sometimes so true. you honor me. Sometimes you make fun of me. Whatever it is. <laughs> so I was just waiting for more. But, uh, cool. That's so funny because I really don't know what I'm going to say until <laughs> we hit record. So just trust it on the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah, it says that we shouldn't be worried about what we're going to say, right? They'll give us the words to say. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in the Bible somewhere. Oh, man, this is going to be fun, guys. You know, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, we've been diving into success, mm -hmm. right? What is success? There's worldly success. There's true biblical kingdom success. And we unpacked that even a little bit more on last week's episode, which is great. I feel like I could talk about this all day long because this is just like what was my driving force since I was probably, heck, 
eight years old, really. If I, if I really think of like what success was to me at different stages in my life, it was what I was accomplishing and compared to anybody else. Yeah. Right. Did I win or did I lose? I mean, that was just like, I played to win. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. The Bible says we run the race to win. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But knowing, having that realization that I could be very successful at many things and still feel like a failure, right? And it wasn't really until I truly committed my life, truly committed my life to Christ, because there's obviously a huge difference between just saying the prayer and like trying to get into the gates, right? right? And then actually committing your life to Christ. And it wasn't really until then God has slowly just been revealing more and more to me, just the, the secrets of the kingdom and just loving it, man. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And we're going to dive into what I think is a question that a lot of people have, whether you're a Christian or not, or whether you're, you know, just committed your life to Christ and are trying to figure this thing out called life, or maybe you've been a follower for a period of time and you're just like, all right, is this it? Am I really doing what God called me to do, right? The intended purpose, okay, to be truly successful, we got to understand why God created us, yeah. right? What is the original intended purpose that God created us collectively, right, yep. as, as human beings, but then individually, like you personally, yeah. me personally, you driving in the car right now, listening to this, like why did God create you? Because he knew that you were needed for a purpose on this earth. And it's up to us to seek him and start to understand what that actual purpose is. Because God's got a plan and his purpose will prevail. It'll happen, but it's whether we align ourselves and fall in alignment with him and seeking his righteousness if we're used yeah. within that plan. Which to me, I'm like, snap, I want to be used. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Amen. And live. That's what success is. Like, are we being used, not in comparison to anybody else, but are we being used by God for the purpose that he originally intended us to do on this earth? To yeah. fulfill not just earthly things, but to fulfill just like the kingdom, the ultimate purpose of why he created all of this yeah. out of nothing. I mean, it's just incredible to me just to even think about this. So, Yeah, you even saying that right now just made me think of the times... I mean, I've been walking with the Lord for 10 years, so not the longest period of time, but I mean, when I said yes, I went all in, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, I, right? I've been all in for these 10 years. And even as you're just describing that there, just looking back on the times where, you know, Holy Spirit prompted me to ask somebody if they need a prayer or give me a word for somebody. And I was like, okay, you know, whether I was un unsure because I was a little, you know, younger in my walk or just didn't have the boldness that maybe I have now. It's like, man, even in that, there's purpose for me in those situations when I was like, all right, God, I don't know, it's going to look funny. Me just walking in trying to come up with an icebreaker and to ultimately pray for this guy because the Holy Spirit's clearly telling me that something's going on with this guy and he needs encouragement. He needs prayer. So to just realize that, man, to think of that and how we get so caught up in our our little pity parties and like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to pray for somebody today. I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, man, how many people have you not prayed for when God nudged us to start that conversation? And maybe that was 
the first seed that was going to be planted in that person. Maybe that was going to be the day that that person came to saving faith relationship with Jesus Christ. So even saying that, man, just just makes me really put in perspective of how important it is for us to all play our parts. Absolutely. But man, this is totally not what we're even right. going into, but this is, dude, we literally said, Holy Spirit, yeah, do what you need us to do on this episode here. And you saying that so many of us want to be used. We all have that innate desire to be a part of something bigger than ourselves, yeah. right? Like that's God given. We were created to worship something. We were created to take dominion, to actually seek success, have success. But we find that in our journey of looking for that success, we find that in worldly things, which why we never really feel that fulfillment or the first episode of this three-part series, I talked about like even people like Bill Gates and Elon Musk, you know, these guys, now, I don't know anything about their personal lives, but I'm guessing just from the outside looking in, they don't have a personal relationship with Christ. And while we would look, you know, anybody on earth right now maybe looks at them and says, man, they're successful. I can guarantee you they don't feel that feeling of fulfillment until they actually have that true relationship with Christ. And it's probably why they're continuing to grow and take dominion. They're doing what one of the original purposes was for them, right? Like a corporate purpose that God created man, but they're doing it in vain, really. They're doing it for not the purpose that they were individually designed to do. And so remember last episode, we we're talking about Paul, how God plucked Paul. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he had all the attributes that were needed. If you're playing on, on the right team, you're going to be so impactful. Yes. Yeah, man. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So anybody who knows it's got Bill Gates or Elon's number, get it over to us. Yeah. Or just send them this podcast. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do another episode on Bill Gates and Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll get them on one day. Yeah. If they want to get on, we'll we'll have a conversation with them. Yeah. <laughs> we can move some people around. Right, right, for sure. So let's really dive into this because I think all of us have that back to just that desire for like, what am I created for? Because the Bible tells us obviously that, you know, there's the body of Christ. Yeah. This is something that I feel a lot of people question or at, at least at different times in their life of like, am I really fulfilling God's purpose? And I, man, Rick Warren's the purpose driven life. That book was like one of the best sellers of all time. Yeah. Isn't that was like, crazy when that first came out people were seeking purpose yeah even if the content was terrible it probably still will be just <laughs> because of the title because everybody wants to know their purpose absolutely man yeah absolutely and the content wasn't terrible by the way right <laughs> yeah right yeah it was a good book but how do we figure out like what our actual purpose is because we know we're here to glorify god yeah glorify god have fellowship with him worship him be in relationship with others. Like when we're born on this earth, we are born to be relational, period. So that's a purpose. To work, that's a purpose that God gave us to have dominion over the earth. That's purpose. But because of the fall, all those things that were so perfect for Adam and Eve for that short time, it's like, okay, now we have to restore these things. When you spoke on episode one of this or part one of what is success, man, it starts by having that relationship with the Lord. It's by surrendering, by saying yes, by believing, by trusting in, you know, depending on, by clinging to 
the Lord Jesus. Yeah, right? absolutely, man. You just said, I just went back to like in the garden. I'm just thinking of like, okay, God created Adam and Eve and everything was like great, perfect, right? And there was success there. And then to think of the, the fall, as you mentioned, it's like, how did that happen? If everything was so great and it's like, there was success, they were experiencing it. And then all of a sudden, the enemy creeps in and starts to put little drops of doubt in us. And just think of how many times we've experienced that doubt where it was like, fast forward into the New Testament when, when Jesus, anytime he was tempted by the devil, it was like, what did he do? He just spoke truth directly to him. I mean, imagine if Eve would have just been like, nope, that's what he said. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And I think that comes back to like, as we start to develop and, and we'll dive into this purpose more, but as you understand that and develop that and you start to pursue it, it's so important to stay rooted in him and, yeah. and seeking him, remembering what he said. Right. Because there will be resistance to you fulfilling the God-given purpose on your life. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. But rooting yourself in what did God actually say? Yeah. And declaring those promises that are in in the Bible that, you know, that's just why it's so important for us to continually seek him and abide yeah. in him, right? Like back to again, what that success actually is, giving right. your life to Christ and then committing your life to Christ. And, yeah. and ultimately then that purpose will start to be found out. Yeah. And that success, like we talked about Joshua 1, 8, and then first Kings 2, 3, when David was given his charge to Solomon, being obedient to God's commands. And, you know, again, Jesus says you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? So to love him with everything, with all that we have. And even right before we started this podcast, we are talking about that. Well, that's great. Like, I could sit here today and say, I do. Like, I'm all in with Jesus. I love him. I know what he pulled me from. I know what he freed me from. But what about that person who's not right there even even a believer right who's just like i know but i'm stressed out life is tough right now life is tough and one of the things that i always think of is you know one like taste and see that the lord is good it's like if i get a drop of the lord i'm gonna want more and more and more like going to the gym nobody wants to go the first time but it's like once I go day two, day three, day four, and you get into this rhythm, this routine, you start to see some results. You start to look a little different. You start to feel different. You're like, okay, I'm going to keep going. Well, God really puts the onus on us. You know, Jesus says in John 15, abide in me and I in you. It's not I abide in you and you and me. He puts the onus on us. James 4, 8, draw near to the Lord and he'll draw near to you. So it's like, hmm, okay. We have to take that first step. So when we're in that, that funk or that, that dry place or that valley where we're like, I love the Lord, but it's so hard for me to express it. It's so hard for me to seek it, yeah. to seek him. Yeah. We have to remember that like this whole faith is built on us taking that step, a step of faith. The Jordan River didn't dry up for the Israelites to cross into the promised land until the soles of the feet of the priests that were on the front lines were in the water. Yeah. They had to take that step, and then all of a sudden, God moves. Yeah. 
So if we're in that place where we're struggling to love him, struggling to feel his presence, we have to be on it. And guess what? If I didn't have my wife, Lucy, if I didn't have you, if I didn't have people, Caleb, you know, the three of us every week, we have our general's tent meeting where it's like, whatever's going on in our life, we just get out on the table because that community, when I'm lacking in faith, if I'm lacking in anything, guess what? I'm going to borrow some of yours, some of Caleb's, my, my pastor back home in New Jersey, Pastor Ty, these guys that I have in my life, that community to help me when I'm low. And the beautiful thing, and, and we just said we were built to be relational. We can't do this on our own. Right. Because guess what? You get enough of the right people around you, and there's never going to be a season when you're all in the funk at the same time. There's going to be somebody there that's going to lift you up, encourage you to lay hands on you, pray for you, and help pray you out of that funk. And guess what? There's probably going to be, whether a month, a year, 10 years from then, that's going to be reciprocated. Right. And we just keep lifting each other up. But it's that community piece. Yeah, man, it is so true. Anytime in my life when I was connected with that just brotherhood of just, I mean, it was incredible in college two years that I went to college, it was incredible that, that bond. And then now within the King's council here, just uh, who God has has brought into the tribe. And I mean, even this past weekend, I just think of like, just not feeling it, but then just getting around people that are feeling it. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is what it's about. Like Tom Brady. Do you think maybe there's a part of him coming back from a short lived retirement? Because it's like, wait a second. I've been in the locker room with these dudes. Like my wife, you know, she's great. Family's great. But that community, that tribe that he has, I mean, don't get me wrong. Chances are he'll probably get to the Super Bowl (laughs) again because the (laughs) NFC is a little weak this year. Right. But I got to think that a lot of these athletes who retire, that's the biggest thing that they miss, that community. Talk about college. Why do you think there's so many like fraternities and sororities? People want that. Right. Even if it doesn't line up with exactly what they're about, they're like, yeah, but there's people there that say they care about me. Even people who join gangs, just being a part of of something, it's so important. And it's not, you think all of us just have that revelation like, oh, maybe we'll be better. No, we're built, we're wired to be relational like that, to be a part of a group. That's so good. And that, that just falls into people join gangs, people join clubs, communities, whatever it is seeking that purpose of like, okay, maybe here's where I'll find it. Maybe here's where I find it. And you're never going to find it in any of those communities. Even you're never even going to, you're not going to find it in King's council, but we'll show you who to find that in. Yeah. Right. It is, as you, you mentioned, giving your life to Christ and then committing your life to Christ. Now what's helpful in committing your life is surrounding yourself with those like mindsetted people. Yeah. Right. Like that's, the importance of community, the purpose of community is not to find your purpose. The purpose of that community is to help fulfill you committing your life to Christ and what that actually is like, that accountability aspect. So for somebody then that's like, man, they're just maybe struggling with, what am I supposed to do? What's my purpose, God? I think I'm good at this, but is that my purpose? Is my purpose what I'm good at? Is my purpose to be a husband it's my purpose to be a wife it's like what is my purpose yeah well one of the things that we did at our last live event at our ceo event caleb you know he talked about our gifts our talents yeah 
And, you know, we have the spiritual gifts that are listed in the Bible. But beyond that, don't think that the talent, like like shooting a basketball or being athletic, it may not be a spiritual gift that's listed in the Bible, but we could give glory to God for that. Absolutely. You know? yep. So what he actually did was he had everybody look at a list of just different gifts and talents. And it's like, don't check it off yourself. Send this list to, you know, five people, 10 people that you're really close with and see what they say. And that could get us to start thinking because I'll never forget the day when Lucy told me that I'm a teacher and I had only been walking with the Lord a short time. Anybody knows my story. She's the one who introduced me to Jesus, got saved sober and married to her within eight months. So we were only married maybe a couple months. We're sitting in this little, uh, you know, half of a two family home, the six of us and you know, one bathroom in there. It was <laughs> fond memories of that place. Yeah. But I was sitting and I was teaching Duke, who's 20 now. I was just reading the book of James with him. And quite honestly, this was the first time I was reading James for myself. And we sit down, we start reading. And as we're reading it together, I'm explaining it to him. And Lucy's looking and I was like, what? She said, you're a teacher. I was like, what? Teacher? Like, I hated teachers growing up. You know, what are you <laughs> right, talking about with right. teacher? She said, no, you have a gift to teach. And I was like, okay. You know, because I was still so new in my walk. But I didn't ask for it. But God gave out that gift as he purposed, as the Bible says. And truth be told, you know, I probably would have figured it out sooner or later. That was a gift. But, man, you know, we do Wednesday morning Bible studies. And I realize every Tuesday night when I'm going to bed, I'm like a little boy who's waiting on Santa Claus the next morning because I, I just can't wait for that morning to get there because I love teaching the Word of God. I love digging in. We're going through the Gospel of John right now, verse by verse, expository teaching, and I just get so geeked out about it, and I'm fulfilled. When I get done with that Bible study, even if I feel like, you know, you always kind of feel like I nailed that one, which is usually it's because I, it was 100% Holy Spirit. And then it's like, it, you know, the more it's you, the the weaker it is. But I just feel so fulfilled because especially when not just because I taught it, but because I know that God gave me this beautiful gift and I'm going to nurture it. I'm going to sharpen it. I'm not going to just wake up on Wednesday morning and just open the Bible and teach like I did with Duke, you know, nine years ago. Right. I'm going to prep I understand what God has called me to. And when I do these Bible studies for King's Council, I understand, listen, this is the word of God we're dealing with. The word of God and the Bible's clear how he holds, you know, teachers and pastors to a higher standard because it's so important what we're doing. So I do it, I put my all into it and it's not burdensome at all. And and that's what I love. When we are truly loving God with all our heart, when we're truly committing our ways to him. Psalm 37, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart, but commit yourself to him. Commit your ways to him. Trust in him, and he's going to act on your behalf. He's going to show up. So the objective is to commit to God, to surrender, to sacrifice for what he's called me to without it feeling like a burden. And when you realize, man, it's not burdensome for me to... It's crazy, man, because I, I will constantly prep until, like, the time is here. If I have to, like, preach a message, speak on stage, it's like I will constantly prep until it's there. So I don't go to bed till like, 1 a.m., 
2 a.m. And then I get up at like 5 because I just want to get even more prep time, some prayer time in. And guess what's not burdensome because I know this is what God has called me to do. So I think part of coming to find what your purpose is, is just that. All right, what is it that I feel like God has prompted me to do? And guess what? If we don't have a good relationship with the Lord, if we're not hearing from Him, if we're not sensitive to the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, it could be a uh, tough road. We might be banging our head against the wall for some time. So we get close with the Lord. We're intimate with the Lord. For me personally, some of the times where God speaks so clearly to me isn't when I'm actually seeking Him in prayer. It's just when I'm in that time of worship, where I'm just like kind of pouring it all out to him. And all of a sudden, the stuff I prayed about yesterday, last week, last month, all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. He starts speaking so clearly. So it's to be in that place. And God, it's not like he wants to hide his purpose from us. He wants us to walk in it. Right. So we have to be sensitive to his voice. We have to know his voice. We have to know his word. Because like we just shared, there's the vast and broad purposes for all of us as human beings, as believers of Jesus Christ, but then specifically, because we all make up the body, yeah. what am I? Who am I? What part do I play in that? Yeah, man, it's so good. And as you mentioned, like once you are seeking God and, and spending time with Him, you're going to notice things are going to maybe shift. I mean, that's what happened for me and what my version of what success, what I thought it was, and understanding what it actually is. And through that, just seeking him of, you know, okay, God asking like, what's my purpose here? What are we doing? Even with King Council, like, what are we doing? And so many times I've questioned like, God, do I have to do this? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. cause be clear on this. Cause I know you'd said like, it's not a burden to you. It's not like something that seems like work, but there certainly can be that feeling of like resistance. Yeah. Right. Once you understand what that is and you're going all in, like, okay, we're doing this. I, I know this is the purpose. Like back to the very first episode of this series, it was understanding that by like what really gets you fired up? What do you see going on in the world that gets you excited? Okay, fired up. It doesn't have to be like a negative thing, but like what do you get excited about? It says when we are abiding in him and seeking him, God wants to give us those desires of our heart. Like those desires are in there. And so what are they? And just understand like what that is and being in alignment with him, knowing like, okay, is this really from you, God? And then from there, the second part of that, as I mentioned, was when you're not getting paid for it, is it something you still want to do? Yeah. Right. Once you've gone through some crap, is it something that you still, again, you didn't lose motivation because you were truly inspired to do it. And then what's your passion? And the difference between what gets you fired up and what you're passionate about is that what you're passionate about is, is like what breaks your heart, what causes you to push through, to do the things that just sometimes can be difficult when there is that resistance. It's not that you give your life to Christ and bam, life is hunky-dory. Right. In fact, it's probably opposite. Yeah. Right. But it's well worth it. Right. Because the fulfillment is in that. Fulfillment isn't in an easy, hunky-dory life. The fulfillment is in the purpose that you were originally created for. Yeah. And only God knows that. Yeah, that's so good. So something that I'm willing to suffer for. Yeah. And even with the way you just said that, like teaching doesn't seem burdensome, but it's because it's my passion. 
And so it's like, if I'm willing to suffer for that, if that's the calling on my life, best believe there's going to be resistance. The closer you get to the Lord, there's going to be more resistance from the enemy. The more that you're going to be in his crosshairs, the more those fiery darts are going to be fired at you. But if this is my passion, if my passion and my calling and my purpose are one, I know what they are. I'm willing to go to hell and back if I have to, to walk out what God has for me in this life. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So maybe the way I said it, it's not burdensome. What wasn't worded correctly, but yeah, but I'm willing to suffer. It's worth it to get three hours of sleep. Yeah. That's burdensome. Yeah. Right. But it's so worth it. Right. Right. And here's another thing that, man, I just got this from Pastor Jeff this morning. We went to church this morning and it was like, it hit me so hard because one of the things he said is like, don't be surprised that like what your purpose is, first off, once you start to, you step into that and you walk, you're walking in that, you've now become enemy number one. You've become a threat. Yep. And do not be surprised that the moment you step into that, all hell breaks loose. Yep. Right? In particular, like what you know you're purposed for. And for us right now, man, the past couple months, it's just been like why I've I've questioned it but then I've just gone back to what did God say? Yeah. What do I know in my knower that the reason why we're doing this and where exactly where I'm being attacked right now is where I know there's breakthrough. Yeah. It's there. But so many of us, because we don't have community, because we don't go back, to, we don't have somebody even reminding us to what what does the Bible say? Okay. That covers above and beyond any sort of prophecy or anything. Like what is the word, the legit word of God say? And then from there, once you've spent time with him and, and have, have seeked him, like, what did he say? What What are those promises that you know that have been given to you to walk out? Will it be worth it? As those thoughts and those ideas just creep in your mind, it's so important to have that community component of it, of like, what did God say? Yeah. Amen. This is good. The angels rejoice when someone says yes to the Lord, but also in the spiritual realm. The enemy is in a general's tent with his demons yeah. immediately coming up with a game plan for you. Yeah. So yes, you're redeemed, you're set free, you're born again. Yeah. Spirit of God's living in you, but now you're target. And just reading through what James, like we're to consider it pure joy when we face trials of many kinds. Mm. Like I first read that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, I'm gonna think, this is really joyful. Right. right. But that's what it is. Like when this stuff is happening to us, even a just be an open book here. Like financially, we've just been attacked, attacked, attacked because I know, man, the last two months, what have you guys listened to this podcast? What has every freaking podcast been about for the last two months? Kingdom, money, principles. Yeah. And it does not surprise me at all. I can actually, because I know what God has said, that I can consider that pure joy because I know that I'm, and this is just, I mean, a revelation for me right now that I'm just like, it's good. I can actually consider that joy yes it may be tough it may suck like legit suck yeah but i know that there's breakthrough that's coming yeah man i know we're wrapping this up but i just feel this in my heart i was reading this yesterday when it comes to we know we serve a sovereign god we know that he's in control we know he loves us we know when we get off the the straight and narrow we know he does what he has to do to get us back on deuteronomy chapter eight right we've been going through this chapter a lot and it says in verse two and you shall remember that the lord your god led you 
all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Again, his commandments. Are you obedient or not? He tests us. You're talking about money. You're teaching about kingdom money principles. You're going to practice what you preach. So he humbled you. He allowed you to hunger. He fed you manna, right? It was all so because later on when it says that he gives us the ability to create wealth. So he does all that so we could constantly be reminded when that wealth comes. I don't even want to say if, when the wealth, according to God, if we do our part and God does his part, whatever that wealth looks like, that we're not going to get all cocky about it because he had you in a season like this. He had us in a season like this where all we could do is depend on him more. All we could do is when, you know, feel even a little icky just talking about it. Like when that big paycheck comes, we know it's not us because it's not even like that. But when God blesses us, it's like I remember that he was in control the whole time. When the the cupboard was bare, so to speak, he was still providing somehow, some way. And he wants me to never forget that. Yeah, absolutely, man feel like we could wrap about this forever i got a flight shortly so or else we'd probably do in part four part five of this seriously <laughs> seriously so how about let's just give them a synopsis again yep. purpose the goal of this podcast is i wanted people to have like that tangible walk away of like okay what is my purpose there's the corporate purpose of why god created man right to glorify him to honor him to obey him and to work is an absolute purpose for us on this earth But one thing I do want people to be clear is that what you do to make money doesn't have to be your purpose. Okay. So if you're, you're a babysitter, right. Or you're a, you do it, your software development, you're in sales. That's not your purpose. That's what you do for a paycheck. Okay. You're motivated to make money so you can eat. Right. And we live in a country in which you need to make money to eat. Right. Absolutely. That you must do those things. But if we're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, we know all other things will be added unto us. Your purpose is like, what were you really created for? I can promise you, you were not created to be a salesman. You were not created to be a business owner. That may be a thing that you do, but by doing that, you're helping to fulfill your actual purpose. I don't want there to be any confusion of your purpose is what you do to make money or anything. Now, if you can make money, like fulfilling that purpose, incredible, right? But that's not always the case, right. okay? And I want people to be okay with that. As you guys know, I've I've made a decent amount of money doing things that I didn't really give a rip about, but it has allowed me and funded me to do what we're doing now, which I know is part of my God-given purpose on this earth. I think Paul cared about being a tent maker. <laughs> right. He had to make ends meet from time to time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So understanding what that purpose is, number one, you got to spend time with God, commit your life to Christ and seek him, abide in him. And as you continually are transformed by the renewing of your mind, start to ask yourself, like, what gets you fired up? What would you do if money didn't, didn't matter, right? These are some questions that I ask in our coaching calls, like money's not a, like no longer a problem, right? Everything's taken care of. What would you do? right? Well, what would you do if you had two commas in your bank account? What would you decide to do at that point in time? Or, and then when stuff gets tough, what would you continue to do? Like when tough stuff is like, you've gone through some junk in life, what would you continue to do? Because 
you know that that's your passion. That, that's what breaks your heart. And if you guys have more questions on, oh man, I just don't know. I want to talk through this with somebody. I'd encourage you guys just to text us. I mean, we'll, one of us will hop on the phone with you and maybe even just like help you walk through this process of what is my actual purpose. And I can promise you, if you're not involved with a local church, find yourself a community of believers, a church body that is about the things of God, right? Like a spirit-filled church that is on fire for what God is doing today. It's amazing what he did, but what God is doing today to further and advance the kingdom. And then from there, if you want some additional coaching, you can always uh, (laughs) hit us up at King's Council because we are a coaching company. We are not a church. We are a for-profit coaching company. But man, I tell you what, we got some amazing community, some amazing members all throughout the country that love to just to talk about these things too. So I'll I'll just throw that out there. If you guys want to talk about that, just text the word King, K-I-N-G to 727-472-3860. You got anything else, brother? That's it, man. I'm just seeing these shirts we're wearing. Jesus is King. Text the word King. King. You don't need to flex. I didn't flex. Yeah. Yeah, check out the YouTube video if you're only listening. He flexed a little bit. Tell me if I flex. Please do check out that video. I did not flex. <laughs> I did not flex. This is me flexing. <laughs> love you, man. All right. Love you, Hobie. We'll see you guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Kings Council Coaching.